0: Hello and welcome back to the Black and White Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Corpuel. It is just after midnight here on the East Coast. The Sunday slate of NFL football games wrapped up a little while ago with the Philadelphia Eagles defeating the Dallas Cowbots 23-9 to retain the top spot in the NFC Least. It was a weird day of football today, I would say. It was a very weird day, and I'm going to get into that in just a sec. I'm introducing something new to the podcast here today. After every week of football, I am going to go over five big storylines I saw from the week, one cool stat, and one hot take I have. So without further ado, let's get into it. First up, the Tennessee Titans quietly lost to the Cincinnati Bengals today, 31-20. And that brings up the question, are the Bengals better than we thought they were? Or are the Titans worse than we thought they were? Or was this game just a fluke? And the answer is, I think the Titans are worse than than we thought they were. That defense is objectively awful. They give up around 400 yards per game. And they give up first downs on third downs. They allow their opponent to convert on third down. 61% of the time, which is good for dead last in the entire NFL. 61% of the time, giving up a first down on third down, 61% of the time is preposterous. That's unacceptable. With today's loss, the Titans have now given up 30 or more points to Jacksonville, Minnesota, Houston, and Cincinnati. None of whom I would exactly call offensive juggernauts. And what stinks for the Titans is that their offense isn't like... They aren't Chiefs good to where they can mask the defense's ineffectiveness with constant high-scoring games. Keyword there being constant. They did it once against Houston. Houston where they dropped 42 in their overtime win, but they can't consistently mask the defensive ineffectiveness with points. And if the Titans somehow fall out of the playoff race later in the season, they've got the defense to blame. So that is something to monitor throughout the season. Next up, in sort of the same boat, the Rams... Getting housed by the Dolphins in South Beach, although the score read 28-17, only an 11-point loss for the Rams, if you actually watched the game, the Dolphins controlled it for just about all 60 minutes there were to be played. The Rams bring up the same question as the Titans. Are they worse than we thought they were? Are the Dolphins better than we thought they were? Or is this just a fluke? And the answer is I actually don't know. This Rams team is extremely hard to read, and here's why. There are five wins. They've beaten all four NFC lease teams and the Bears. They have not beat a quality team yet, and that will certainly be tested in their next four games, which goes as follows. Seattle, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Arizona. I think this team can definitely do it. They have the weapons to do it. Jared Goff, when he's on, is a very good quarterback. Daryl Henderson, while he didn't have a huge statistical day, he had some runs where he looked pretty dominant. And that defense, per usual, is lined with stars who can certainly make big plays when it matters most. So, I think these next couple of weeks are going to be a real test to see whether the LA Rams are for real or not. Next up, staying in the NFC West, DK Metcalf. Russell Wilson said a little while ago that he believes DK Metcalf has the potential to be the greatest wide receiver of all time. And when I heard that, it's like, whoa, Russell. Russell Wilson slowed down. It's high praise for someone who's only in their second year of pro football. But today's game provided a glimpse into really what Wilson was envisioning. 12 catches, 162 yards, two touchdowns. And the first of Metcalf's two touchdowns are what really stood out to me. It was... A simple in-cut towards the middle of the field. Wilson hits Metcalf in the middle of the field. Now, I'm going to freeze the play right there. Just try and visualize it if you can remember it. So, there is a 49er defender right on Metcalf's tail. His momentum is going towards the right sideline. There are two 49er defenders waiting on the right sideline and one Seattle blocker. Metcalf turns on the burners. It looks like he's heading towards the right sideline. And just when it looks like he's about to go out of bounds, he, like a fine-tuned engine in a brand-new car, somehow maneuvers his way around the two defenders untouched, sprints to the end zone for a touchdown. And I'm sitting there in pure awe. Six foot four inch, 229 pound human beings should not be able to combine speed and balance as perfectly as DK Metcalf did on that play. If you do not see that play, I highly, highly recommend you watch it. Because it was crazy stuff. You remember how amazing Calvin Johnson was for Detroit before he retired? Unfortunately retired. I think Metcalf can be that and better for the Seattle Seahawks. I really do. So that is all for DK Metcalf. Alright. Moving to the AFC. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Their defense can carry them all the way to the Super Bowl. They forced four turnovers in their win against the Baltimore Ravens today, who still cannot figure out how to beat quality teams. Included in those four turnovers was a pick six by Devin Bush's replacement, Robert Spillane. Depth, people. Depth. This year, the Steelers' defense has given up the fewest yards and opponent offensive plays per game as well as the fact that they average the most sacks per game at around four per game. That's a healthy amount of sacks, ladies and gents. We should have seen this coming. We really should have. They have so they have so many playmakers. Holy cow, I'm talking like a robot. They have so many playmakers. Fitzpatrick Hayward to it. Dupree, Watt, Hayden, obviously we saw today. Robert Spillane filled filled Devin Bush's shoes quite nicely. And the great thing is for Pittsburgh, the offense is pretty good, too. I mean, we saw how much Big Ben meant last year to the Pittsburgh offense when he was out, and Landry Jones and Quack Hodges had to run the offense, and it was terrible. And the Steelers' defense was equally as amazing last year. It was just overshadowed by the fact that the offense was terrible. Now that the whole gang's back on offense, this Steelers team is rightfully seven and zero, and looking like the best team in all of football. I mean, look at the some past Super Bowl winners from this decade. I mean, New England, Denver, Seattle, even the Giants in 2012. They all had great defenses, like great defenses. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are raising that Lombardi Trophy in whenever that may be. If there is a Super Bowl this year, do not be surprised at all. That defense is incredible. Alright, last big storyline. The New England Patriots are headed for a free fall. It is being proven week after week how much Tom Brady masked how bad the Patriots' skill position players on offense are. I mean, you've just got a bunch of nobodies that Cam Newton's throwing to. And Cam Newton proved (laughs) earlier this season that COVID-19, having it, uh, can affect how you play football. And it's amazing this year... How much? Obviously, I just said that Tom Brady would just make he would just he would just make it work out of whatever he had, despite Bill Belichick's poor drafting. I think I it was on the um, I think they were talking about it on either the Bill Simmons podcast or or one of one of the sports podcasts. The Patriots haven't drafted a Pro Bowler. Since Chandler Jones. That was all the way back in 2012. So I think Tom Brady realized he had to skedaddle when he could. And he did. And unfortunately for the Patriots, that defense is not as amazing as it was last year where they could just single-handedly win games. So don't be surprised if the Patriots end up with... (laughs) The top 15, even a top 10 draft pick. That team is that team is going down like the Titanic. Alright. Cool stat of the week. Phillip Rivers giving us every reason to believe he's not watched yet, but uh I still think he is. Phillip Rivers this week in the victory over the Detroit Lions completed 23 passes, two, not one. Not two. Not 3. Not 4. Not 5. Not 6. Not 7. Not 8. Not 9. Not 10. 11 different receivers. Good on you, Phillip Rivers. Way to get everyone involved today. Alright, to finish off the pod today, the hot take. This week's hot take... The Minnesota Vikings have a realistic shot at the playoffs. They just beat a Green Bay squad who, minus the Tampa Bay game, had been looking like one of the best teams in all of football. The Vikings are now, they are probably dripping with confidence. That game today, they, they played very well. They played very well. Secondly, 2 years ago they started 1 and 5 and finished 10 and 6. So this is not their first go around with poor starts. Minnesota's next 5 games. Detroit, Chicago, Dallas, Carolina, Jacksonville. Don't be surprised if you see them in the standings with a 7 and 5 record. Those are all very winnable games. And lastly, Talvin Cook. <laughs> Holy cow, this guy's single-handedly winning fantasy games, ladies and gentlemen. He's now scored a touchdown in every single game this season. He's just one of those guys where every play it looks like he's getting four or five yards. I mean, this guy, <laughs> I remember when I when I first took note of him, he would just kill Miami when he was at Florida State. Every single time he played them, he would just gash the Hurricanes And he's clearly carried it over to the NFL. And it's amazing. It's amazing to watch. And every day it baffles me how Nick Chubb has a higher overall rating on Madden than he does. So that's... Dalvin Cook's a marvel to watch. And it will be very fun watching him for the rest of the season. All right. That will do it for this edition of the Black and White Sports Podcast. Everyone make sure to if you want to see a beatdown tomorrow or technically today, if you want to see a beatdown on Monday Night Football, tune into Bucks Giants Monday Night Football. I will be back hopefully sometime this week with another episode of the Black and White Sports Podcast. Everyone go check out the blackandwhite.net. We've still got stories going up. So make sure to check that out. Alright. Thank you to everyone who has stayed the whole length. I appreciate you all, and please take care and enjoy yourself.